2: Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
3: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, It's hour one on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Come on in, stay a while. The great Reese Davis from the Mothership, ESPN's college game day host, will join us before he departs for Austin, Texas, TCU, Texas this weekend. The uh, former all-pro defensive end, Marcellus Wiley, will stop by a little bit later on as well. Play of the day, poll questions, stat of the day. All of that forthcoming, stat of the day, is always brought to you by Panini America. The official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. New merchandise, a lot of great things there. Some uh, new t-shirts, the sneaky athletic t-shirt, the uh, Broncos-inspired run-run incomplete punt t-shirt as well. Go to danpatrick.com, and uh, we are signing calendars today. We just got them yesterday. We're going to autograph. I don't know if there's a certain number. I think we did 500 last year, and then once they run out, that's it. But uh, we'll have calendars available for you up on the website by the end of the week. You'll be able to order those in time for the holidays. This program brought to you by the great folks at Discover. We could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time, and that's amazing. Discover.com slash Redeem Rewards. Terms do apply. 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Tyler standing by. Also say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Download the app and you can watch for free. And our radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio lineup. Seton, what's the poll question today? Well, off of the Frank Reich news, I've been starting
4: to think about what, teams may end up with a new head coach next.
3: Also, oh, who's next to be fired? Is that is that too mean? Wow, well, we're starting negative. Okay. Yeah, Paul. If you think about it, a lot of
5: people are out of work today that had jobs yesterday for different reasons, so mm. it's kind of like that. It's a theme.
3: By the way, did you guys run into any vague... Political candidacy or uh, issues, things that uh, were on the ballot. And you're like, I don't know. Like, do you know what a comptroller does? Oh, no.
4: Do you
3: you know? Anybody know what a comptroller? Controller is yes, yes. I know based
4: on the commercials, they're the one that's fixing everything. <laughs> I am going to. I am running for comptroller because I want to balance the budget. I want to secure the mm. borders. I want to do. You are like, what the hell? How does
3: a comptroller do all this crap? Todd, do you know th- what a comptroller is?
4: I thought the comptroller was that
6: Atari video game with the joystick and the button. That was the comptroller so that you could move your guys around. But I don't think that's what it is.
3: I never get a serious answer out of you.
6: I don't know what a comp, comp, does you call it a comptroller or is it a controller? It's it's just spelled comptroller. uh, I don't know that.
3: It's spelled comptroller, I believe. Yes, Paul.
5: I know the guy who was running for it around here is here for Connecticut. He said he was here for Connecticut as opposed to the other guy who's, (laughs) I guess, not. Uh, I I think a comptroller, my best guess would be he's in the financial area
3: of the government. I have no idea past that. Hmm, Okay. Seems important, though. All right. I saw where uh, California turned down uh, gambling, sports gambling. That always feels like we're going to turn it down until we get our fair share. That's why when you had all these leagues that were like, "We'll never, uh, we'll never approve of gambling." Uh, okay, Commissioner Goodell. To be fair, it hasn't been working in the other places that it's
4: been legalized. That was a joke.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair,
4: it's been so far. It's been a massive disappointment yeah. everywhere yeah. else. It's, that
3: usually means they're just waiting to get a better cut. That's all. Yeah, yeah. All these leagues are like, oh, nope. Well, when gambling, we couldn't do that. Uh, we'd risk the integrity. And then all of a sudden it's like, uh, wait, how much can we make? All right. But uh, the state of California still holding down. Yeah, Paul. A comptroller is in the office of the state treasury
5: responsible for supervising the quality of accounting and financial reporting mm. for the government.
3: Mm. Okay. Comptroller. Okay. By the way, in case you're wondering who's calling the plays for the new and improved Indianapolis Colts, we found out Tom Pellicero of the uh, NFL Network said that uh, the Colts are expected to uh, have a 30-year-old game specialist assistant <laughs> quarterbacks coach call the offensive plays against the Raiders. <laughs> so they, they fired their offensive coordinator. This feels like this might be audio-visual guy, where they're just saying, uh, Hey, uh, Jimmy, come on in. Uh, Do you know anything about our offense? Well, I've I've watched some highlights. All right, that's close enough. Yes, Todd?
6: Could they find, like, a kid that's like an Indianapolis gamer, someone that's just great at the football video games, maybe he can come up with some uh, eccentric, interesting plays?
3: Well, thats he's 30 years of age.
6: I guess he can't go that much younger than that.
3: No, no, but he's the... uh, He's a, a... Game specialist. He's an assistant quarterbacks coach, but he is going to be calling the plays against the Raiders. You got to be tanking, right? At this point, like, come on. I got Nick Foles there. Have Nick Foles play. If you want to win, you got a better chance with Nick Foles than Sam Ellinger. Yes, Todd.
6: What happens if it all backfires like that Broadway show The Producers where they thought they were doing something really horrible and everyone just loved it and it became a big hit? Who's to say this all of a sudden they go on a big winning streak with all this strangeness? Well, they'd be
3: like the movie Major League. Yes. They did that too. I have no idea what they're doing. I mean, everybody says the same thing about Jeff Saturday. He's a wonderful person. Should he be the head coach of the Colts right now? And the answer is no. No. And then, like, you look around and you go, uh, he's qualified, and he's qualified, and he's qualified. But nobody got a chance to move up the ladder there. And I know the owner likes him. Okay. Uh, There are certain things. Like, I like certain people, but I wouldn't have them maybe paint my house or work on my car. But I like you. Is
6: that a shot? That might have been a little shot. In fact, that was a shot of me. No.
3: No. No, I... I love you. I don't like you. Because I can't do a lot of things. No, like you can't that. do anything. It doesn't always
6: come back to you. I know. Why do I make it about myself?
3: How, how arrogant? Every single time. You do.
4: You do.
6: <laughs> I did think it was a little shot, though. It's not. I'm glad you
5: cleared that up. Yes, Paul. Do you think it'll come out that Jim Irsay, uh made the quarterback change, told management, told GM, told the coach, we're going with the quarterback uh, uh, who's never played before because – We're not competing for anything this year. We want to be a top five draft pick.
3: Well, I don't know if he'd have to explain it.
5: Well, you know, I know. Well, he might. He might have to tell the GM, "Here's what we're doing." He, you know, he wouldn't just send a memo.
3: At GM's on borrowed time. Yeah. What's what kind of resistance is he gonna? He'd be like, "All right, okay, that's what you want. All right, we'll do it." But I I would imagine if there's going to be managerial tanking, it would start with ownership, and then it would trickle down. But am I? Would I be surprised at that? No. And maybe they do start winning. Look at the Utah Jazz. (laughs) I thought they were tanking. Now, all of a sudden, you're like, uh, Jazz look okay. Who would have thought? What other poll questions are we thinking about? If you don't want to go with that new one uh, or with the...
4: Well, who's the dot, dot, dot? Who are we putting in there? Okay, so I was trying to word it nicely instead of saying, like, who's on the hot seat or whatever and not name any names. (laughs) That's a sort of a passive-aggressive poll question, but I said, which team has a new head coach next? <laughs> so we're not mentioning the head coach? No. The, okay. Oh, no, because it's too personal. Uh, I, all right. Uh, so I put in there, I have the Arizona Cardinals. All right. This is just in uh, alphabetical order. <laughs> okay. So it's random. Uh, Arizona Cardinals, Denver Broncos, mm-hmm. Detroit Lions, uh, Houston Texans, Washington Redskins.
3: Commanders. I, oh, sorry, Commanders. Sorry. Raiders or uh Josh McDaniels, he gonna be okay? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, if he loses to the Colts this weekend, now all of a sudden it's like, damn, you lost to the Colts.
4: Dang, dude.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just want to watch I would have Jeff Saturday cam and I would just I just want to see what he does on the sidelines. That's like the hottest game of the weekend now. <laughs> How's that possible? <laughs> You know, he probably won't have a headset on. Remember, you know, Brady Hoke at Michigan. They didn't even give him a headset. And he was a head coach. Walk around the sidelines with a yeah. tight shirt on. Yeah. Let's go, boys. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm curious about Jeff Saturday. Let's see what's going on during the game. Yes,
6: Todd. So If he's just a figurehead, you're not going to necessarily see him looking all confused and puzzled. If he's delegating stuff to everyone else, he's just supposed to kind of be there. I'm Jeff Saturday, former great Colts player. <laughs> rooting my team on. Hopefully it'll work out.
3: And I approve this play call. Yeah. Um... Uh, Hey, Jim Ursay said, uh, you want to bet against him? Put your money down. It sounds like Jeff Saturday is not there on an interim basis. that That's the feeling I'm getting out of Indianapolis. That I thought, okay, maybe just put him in there and let's uh, you know, see what we can develop and he's a good guy and uh, give him a chance or whatever logic he has there. But it feels like Jim Ursay is, he's basically saying, I'm going to show you. And this isn't a eight game show you. This feels like it's a little bit more of a long long game there for him. By the way, among the top ten teams in the college football poll, three have never played in the college football playoffs. LSU or uh, TCU, Tennessee, and USC. Five of the ten played in one or both of the last two college football playoffs. Georgia, Michigan, Alabama. They were in last year's playoffs. And uh, Ohio State at number two, and Clemson met in the uh, 2021 semifinals. Uh, let's see, what else do we have today there, Seaton?
4: Um, I've been trying to come up with a uh, an, a list of Heisman favorites right now because it feels a little wide open. Yeah. But if the Heisman Trophy was awarded today, Ooh. who wins? Ooh. Ohio State quarterback CJ Stroud, Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker. Uh, Michigan running back Blake Corum, or other?
3: I'm going to talk to Reese Davis about this coming up next hour. But you start to wonder, C.J. Stroud didn't look good. Who's going to have the biggest platform to have a game where they can win the Heisman? And that would be C.J. Stroud with Ohio State and Michigan. If If they're both top four teams and he would happen to play well then he would probably win the Heisman, I'm guessing. I I don't know if Max Duggan can win it at TCU, but he would have to have a great game against Texas and I guess in the Big 12 title game. Yeah, Paul.
5: I think Hendon Hooker of Tennessee might not win it, probably won't win it, but I think he's, his invite is set because of what he did for the program this year. It almost felt like Robert Griffin at, at Baylor that year when he lifted Baylor up, you're going to the Heisman ceremony because of you rose Tennessee up. Hennon Hooker, I think, has got the invite already.
3: Yeah, maybe. Well, they, they're running out of candidates right now, so I wouldn't be surprised if he gets invited. Uh, does Bryce Young get invited? Does Caleb Williams get invited? Yeah, Mark.
7: This might be one of those years where there's only about three candidates that are invited to New York this year. It doesn't seem like there's anybody really running away with actually an invite.
3: No, and you know, you start the year this is why when you have September, you know, you have your September candidates and you go, "Ah, Heisman trophy candidate right there." Once you get to November, that's when you find out who really is a candidate. But you still have that moment. Everybody everybody needs that moment. National stage. Like Doug Flutie when he won at Boston College, he beat Miami. And it helped with Gerard Phelan on a Hail Mary pass, but he did it Thanksgiving weekend. And everybody got a chance to see that. You have these moments where you, you know, Desmond Howard, you, you have these moments where you can almost remember where you were and you go, you just won the Heisman there. And that might be the case this year. All right, we'll get to phone calls. They're always welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle, at dpshow. We'll take a break. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. M Drive is ready to help you for the holidays. And there's so many things you have to worry about: traveling, shopping, being nice to everybody. How about with M Drive? They're going to help you be energized, so you can perform at your best. Have that permanent smile on. M Drive supplements are made specifically for men to address stress and weight and energy. That stress, not stress. Uh, you can you can be your best at the holidays. And you can find the top-selling M-Drive products in stores, Rite Aid and Sprouts. And for my listeners, Black Friday starts early. Get 25% off all M-Drive supplements now through November. And you have the energy and the drive you need for the holidays. Text DAN to 55000. That's 55,000. DAN to 55,000. So go into the holidays with a home field advantage. A good foundation, a good base, ready to go, energized. Get started today, 25% off, text Dan to 55,000, message and data rates may apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, and you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app.
2: a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary.
0: We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: Got the Heisman odds as of today. C.J. Stroud is your favorite. Then it's Hendon Hooker. Blake Corum, the running back at Michigan. Caleb Williams at USC. Bo Nix with the Ducks. Drake May, North Carolina, Tar Heels, Stetson Bennett, Jr., the third, Georgia, Jaden Daniels, LSU, Bryce Young, Alabama, Max Duggan, the Texas Christian Hornfrogs Frogs quarterback. Now, let's let this scenario play out. Let's say Caleb Williams does well against Colorado this weekend, which everybody does well against Colorado. <laughs> you had three touchdowns. Yes, I did. Yes, one was called back. Then he's got UCLA, if they stay in the top 10, got Notre Dame, national TV, and then you play in the Pac-12 title game against a top 10 Oregon team. Now I've got two top 10 teams. I'm going to be on national TV for three of those games, the Pac-12 title game, Notre Dame, and then UCLA, crosstown rival. Does Caleb Williams sneak in? And I don't want to say steal this because he was one of the favorites, but the fact that he dropped down and then would have that potential. And that's what you need. That's what you have to have. You have to have those standalone games where it's national TV and then people get to see you. As a voter, it's, it's imperative that I'm watching other games, not just, hey, this team is on the national stage. Let's watch this kid and then judge him from there you got to factor in all of these things. And I don't like to base it off one game, but it feels like in previous uh, years voting for the Heisman, a standalone game, that can be the difference of winning the Heisman Trophy. When it comes to the college football playoff, we're often left guessing what the committee is going to deem impressive. And, you know, that made this year's playoffs a little bit tougher to predict because Tennessee, Oregon, LSU, USC all look like contenders. But after this weekend, you know, you're starting to look at these teams and say, okay, how good is Tennessee? Will they get an opportunity again? Oregon, how good are they? The loss to Georgia, how much does that hurt? LSU with a couple of losses. USC is a couple of points away where you're going, they would be a top-five team. Yeah, Paulie? USC lost to Utah.
5: is a month ago. Forty-three, forty-two. I think uh, Utah had a long drive to end the game, like a five-minute drive, and they needed a touchdown and a two-point conversion by rising the quarterback. Otherwise, Utah, USC is four, in the four spot undefeated, right? At the, they would be.
3: Totally. But you have Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU. And aside from Georgia, the top four, I mean, they have good resumes, um, but it just helps being undefeated at this stage. Uh, you know, how high does Michigan go if they beat Ohio State? What if they have a lose a close game to Ohio State? Can they stay in the top four? Uh, can Tennessee creep back in? What about TCU if they run the table? It felt like TCU was a courtesy uh, vote last night. It was like, okay, they may not be a top four team. We're going to put them in and let's see how they do against Texas. Now you got a big game this weekend in Austin, Texas, and this is where if you're TCU, now they've I think they've beaten four top twenty-five teams so far this year, and it's the Big Twelve, and that's going to hurt them a little bit. But if if you run the table, it'll be hard to keep them out. But it does strike me as a few years back when TCU ran the table, and we're like, how are they going to what What's the What's the logic on keeping TCU out of the top four? It was basically just, oh, man, they just missed. Man, nah, that's, that's shame. And I wouldn't be surprised Texas wins this game. Yeah, more.
7: Do you think the committee's probably saying to themselves, hey, TCU, any ugly wins or no real pretty wins? You guys are out. Yeah. Are they, like, on that thin of ice?
3: Yeah, you got to have style points now. And then you wonder, you know, you look at that, or uh, the Oregon game against Georgia, and you're thinking, all right, I know Oregon's a different team now. Is Georgia even better than they were to open up the season? you got to factor that in as well. Yes, uh, Tom.
6: Now, if TCU was to win by 17, 20 points, is the committee going, uh-oh, or does it give any kind of relevance to the fact that they put them in and it wasn't just a courtesy this past week?
3: Well, no, they have to win big. I mean, they have to they have to win, let's put it that way. Texas is favored.
6: Right, but if TCU was to win big, there may be some people that would wouldn't admit it in the college football playoff committee that's like, oh, no, they, they don't necessarily want TCU, but they don't think of them as a top-four team. But now that they've beat up Texas, now they have to kind of keep them there.
3: Yeah, I mean, you still got a few weeks here left, but, yeah, if you win, I think I know what you're saying. If if you win and you win in... Uh, impressive fashion, then you got to stay in the top four? Is that what you're saying? Like they're
6: looking for an excuse to just have TCU be there for this one week. Oh, yeah. Like like Marvin was saying better than I said to get them out of there after this one week. Yeah,
3: Paul.
5: Well, let's put ourselves on the committee, and what would our rationale be? Let's say TCU finishes the season undefeated and Tennessee finishes the season with one loss after the season they had. Would you put Tennessee or TCU in the four spot? It's your choice. Remember, the the committee has no – They have a recommended rationale. They don't have marching orders. They have to do undefeated. There's nothing like that. What would you guys do?
3: I would give credit to TCU for doing what you ask any team to do in your conference, and you're playing in a Power Five conference. May not like it, but until we get to a playoff where there's 12 schools, you know, this is what you need to do. And, you know, we've waited for the 12 team playoff. It's who knows when it's happening, but it's going to happen. But right now, you go undefeated it'd be it'd be hard for me to go. I'm sorry. I'm going to put in a a one-loss Tennessee team. Even though I would look at Tennessee as a better team, I just you have the human element with this committee and you have to factor that in. Yeah, seen.
4: I just feel like strength of schedule is one of the most important things to consider. Yeah. And that like my hand goes way heavy on that scale
3: for strength of schedule. Yeah. So you put in TCU undefeated or Tennessee with one loss? Tennessee with one loss. All right, okay. Blue, blue. Uh, anybody going TCU going undefeated here? Todd?
6: Yeah, I'll put TCU in there. I think you can only control what's on the schedule if you want to use that kind of weak argument. It's like we did everything we were supposed to do. This is the schedule, and uh, we won all these games. We have not lost. What do you want? To, what else can we do? Yeah. Can't beat everybody by fifty and win every game. You know. All
3: right. Uh, we'll get some phone calls in here. Jason in Ohio. Hi, Jace. What's on your mind today?
4: Morning, Dan. Um, you know, I was thinking about your Heisman talk, and you know Marvin's boy, Drake May, I, I think he's a real sleeper. You know, he's got like 31 TDs, three picks. He'll get that standalone game. Because North Carolina is going to end up in the HEC Championship game. Now, I know the league is weaker, but it'll be
3: against Clemson. And, I mean, that's a. I think that's a real dark horse shot I'd get the Heisman well of course he's a dark horse but he's a freshman redshirt freshman and it would help if Clemson was undefeated when he played them this isn't a great Clemson team but getting a standalone game and I've I've already told you what my source said about him teams will be tanking for him in two years for Drake May my source said that he's that good but it, it, it would give the appearance that he's a dark horse because we've talked about C.J. Stroud and, and Caleb Williams, uh, some of these other quarterbacks coming in, uh, Bryce Young. And this is an, oh, by the way, wow, that guy's pretty good. He's really good. But we, we've been fooled by North Carolina before where you go, man, North Carolina, great talent, great uniforms. Not exactly great results, but he looks like he's you know a, a legitimate you know, number one pick, number one overall pick. Yeah, pulling
5: Drake May, red shirt, so he would be eligible for the 2024 yeah. NFL draft. Yeah. That's, and that's the draft Caleb Williams would be in, the USC quarterback. Yeah. More, I like, it's very McLovin-ish, looking forward to the 2024 <laughs> draft yeah. over the
3: 2023. Yeah. Uh, Armando in Atlantic City. Hi, Armando. Hey, what's up? What's up, Tom? Hey. I've oh, heard your name already.
6: Yeah. Um, I have a trivia question for you. Two guys, the, the most Super Bowl appearances ever. Two guys have six. One has ten. Can you name them? Uh,
3: the these are appearances as players, Armando. Yes. Okay. Uh, with Tom Brady. Right. The other
6: one that Todd should get because it's just it's a non-patriot.
3: Uh, Charles Haley. Nope. All right. Uh
7: Marv. Bill Romanowski. Nope.
3: Wally?
5: This is tough. Number uh, two is a Patriot. Number three is a a Broncos slash Bill. Okay. Logan Mankins? What? No.
3: no you guys are name everybody. All the right. kicker
7: on
2: the
3: Patriots? Vineteri? No. Goskowski? <laughs> there you go. That's number two. Oh, okay. And what's the other one, Armando? Mike Lodish. Oh, okay. All right. Defensive uh, tackle, I think, for the Buffalo Bills.
5: Yeah, Paul. Armando goofing on us when you didn't even get your name right to open
3: the Yeah, I know. He whiffed on that. And Dan, it's pretty simple. Yeah, and then you're going to call us out because we didn't get the uh, (laughs) trivia question. I do not love Lodish. Yeah, Mike Lodish. Yes, Marv.
7: We would have been here all day trying to guess Mike (laughs) Lodish. No disrespect to Mike, but.
3: Uh, Ben in Arizona. Hi, Ben. What's on your mind today?
6: Hey, sorry, I was just doing my A.J. Pruszynski impression there.
3: Oh, a little shot A.J. didn't show up wow. a couple of weeks ago. All right. Thank you, Ben. Good <laughs> good callback. Good callback.
6: Yeah, I was. Uh, I never really cared about the Colts or the uh, Raiders or anything, but that game in, this weekend's going to be pretty interesting.
2: I might watch the first quartile of the first quartile and maybe the last quartile of the fourth quartile.
3: All right. Look at that. Callbacks by Ben. Well done. Bloop, bloop. Yeah, I'm going to watch. I don't know if I'm as interested in the game as much as I am just Jeff Saturday on the sidelines. <laughs> I still like it that one of the callers yesterday goes, do you think maybe the scenario was when you fired Frank Reich and then you go, call Saturday, and you were going to call somebody on Saturday, not Jeff Saturday. That's where Jim says, like, yeah, uh, Jeff, I'm supposed to call you. Oh, uh, you interested in coaching? Sure. Hey, I I just hired Jeff Saturday. No, we said call on Saturday, not call Saturday. Yes, Todd.
6: What's a better story for you for Monday? Because we always skew negative, as most journalists do, that they fire on all cylinders, the Colts, and everything is great, and they really look sharper than ever, or it's a total train wreck and they get blown out and look more embarrassing than ever.
3: What are you rooting for, Todd?
6: I would lean towards it being a train wreck, unfortunately. And I hate to say that.
3: Which would be
5: worse, the Colts this weekend of that question?
6: <laughs> but, but couldn't you make the argument that it would be nice if like, they just have this great game and they win 38-6 and the offense is just rolling all of a sudden? What's going Saturday? on
3: today with you? What's going on? I a little
6: something to drink before I, the
3: show. I, I know, but I...
6: Is that really that bad a question? Well, no,
3: you, you're you kind of all over the place this morning. We're only 33 minutes in.
6: Is it bad questions? or Am I not expressing them right? Or is it both? I feel like I'm confusing you
3: well, with my line you, of questions. you just did what I hate when you say, did I do this or did I do that? Or, oh,
6: there we go. Add that to the list. Answer, ask, answer,
3: ask. Half and
4: a half. Oh, God. It just.
3: Todd, we're 33 minutes in. I, I, I don't know. I got to hold on for dear life, it feels like. I should probably
6: wait at least an yeah, hour just, before I just, say another word.
3: Yeah, it's like after you eat, before you go into the pool, why don't you wait a little while? Like. Wait, an, what is it? Wait an hour before you go in or a half hour before you go into the pool?
6: We could split the difference say 45 minutes. Be uh, yes, time
3: Marv. Yes, Marv. And whatever that is, I think. <laughs> a shout out from Aaron Rodgers. Gotta love that. I like how Aaron Rodgers is uh, hopeful that the Lambeau faithful are going to give Mike McCarthy a nice welcome. they saying all these nice things. And I think thought he couldn't wait to get him out of Green Bay. Now all of a sudden it's like, yeah, coming back. I hope the uh crowd treats him well and you know uh give him a big hug and all those things. Like, okay, what am I missing here? Yeah, yeah Paulie. Dallas is a
5: 5-point favorite at the Packers. Okay. The line's only 43. That's that's a that's a big fave.
3: Mm. Okay. Well, it feels like Green Bay is going to put together one of those games. At some point, they're going to put it, and I don't know if it's against Dallas, but it just feels like they dropped five in a row. (laughs) I mean, that's just mind-boggling. If I would have said, I would have given you Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and throw in one more quarterback. and Josh Allen, one of these quarterbacks is going to have a five-game losing streak this season. Where would you have ranked them? Because Buffalo, we thought, all right, they may win 13 games this year. Kansas City, oh, and they're reloading after Tyreek Hill was traded. Tough AFC West, could they lose five in a row? Tom Brady, Tampa Bay, Tom doesn't lose five in a row. And then Aaron Rodgers, well, he plays in a weak division. He's not going to lose five in a row. And here we are. Cowboys coming to town. Yeah, Marv.
7: More surprising five-game losing streak, Texas A&M or the Packers?
3: All the Packers.
7: Texas Texas A&M spent a whole bunch of money.
3: (laughs) Well, they did too much talking. Like Jimbo Fisher, shut up. Just coach. There it is. Nailed it. The best way to shut everybody else else up, just win. He wins the spring. He wins the summer. Yeah, and those aren't the times to win. (laughs) Yeah. How were you in the the spring? Undefeated. How were you in the summer? Undefeated. How were you uh, during the regular season? Right, well, yeah, well, not very good. You are bragging about it. you got a you know, number one recruiting class and what Alabama's doing and Nick Saban's doing. Man, just win. That's it's really hard to do that. Just win. What's
7: what's that payout again?
3: Ah, uh, man.
7: Ooh, they got money to burn.
3: But that's a lot of money. I mean, you must really like. like have you given up on Jimbo Fisher already? I can't. I don't know. That would be tough to, you know, all of a sudden you get everybody together and go, all right, well, what's it going to cost us? Mm-hmm, it's going to cost you about $80 million. Damn. But you've seen all of these payouts. There these schools, you know, they're, they could be hemorrhaging money, but you know what? We're going to spend money and get rid of this coach. going to buy him out. Those kind of things. Like Michigan State, how do you feel about your Mel Tucker investment? Probably not too good. Michigan maybe got a bargain when they renegotiated with Jim Harbaugh. It, it, I mean, how tenuous was that that we thought Harbaugh was done there? That they would just go, you know what, let's move on here. Is he going to
4: sign one of those
3: ridiculous 10-year deal, mm. a 15-year deal? I don't know. It feels like he's got unfinished business in the NFL. <laughs> I'm waiting for that one. You know, hey, Harbaugh's done great, but he's still got mm-hmm. unfinished business in the, the Indianapolis. NFL. <laughs> mm-hmm. A couple
4: uh, short drives south down. The...
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paulie. That win against Ohio State last year cleaned up a ton. It did. Oh, does that clean up stuff? Yep. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, it's like the Tennessee win against Alabama this year. There's certain teams when you beat, it's like your resume is just cleared off. Your table's cleared.
3: I watched a lot of Mac football last night. This is, I think it's brilliant. I don't know what it does to the kids when they're ready to, getting ready to play, uh, what it does with your week. And normally we're playing on Saturday. Now it's a Tuesday where you're playing a game. But standalone games, no baseball, no NBA, and you compete with hockey, if you are competing with hockey. And ESPN, the main channels, uh, you got CBS Sports carrying a game last night. Fox Sports 1, then you make the highlights, then you're on SportsCenter. Top 10 plays, they're all Mac plays, or at least a few of them are. And I thought it was brilliant. You know, three games last night, three tonight. Love it. Um, But I'm not one of those players or coaches trying to get ready midweek for a football game. But I do love the strategy there of getting TV time. If these games were played on Saturday, none of them would be talked about probably wouldn't even show highlights unless something was truly remarkable now you get to see these these games and uh you can flip back and forth there were three games on same time last night yeah punk
5: and there's no real heavyweight in the division so in a mac games are usually close the games last night 34 28 37 21 28 21 they're generally tight games and so you could just ch- chill and watch them
3: yeah it was fun uh and, and and you and you see some of these guys where you go I wonder if he'll play in the NFL, or get an opportunity. I go back to Eric Fisher, I think was Central Michigan, and he was the number one pick? Yeah. Overall pick. <laughs> overall pick. And Khalil Mack, Buffalo. Yeah.
5: Dang. If we do Mac football players from the past, I'm going to just have the Ooh, best
3: day. Yeah, you're going to own us. Remember Jordan Lynch, that
5: quarterback of at course. North?
3: Uh, you loved him. I put him third on my Heisman ballot. Oh, Good for you. I loved it. You know, I think sometimes we get caught up when we vote. We're like, is that guy going to be a good pro? Because you don't want to go, I'm going to vote for that guy. Like Toby Gerhardt. Toby Gerhardt had 1,800 yards at Stanford. He finished second. I voted for him. Eric Crouch, I didn't know if he could play in the NFL. He probably could have if he decided he wanted to be a, a slot receiver or kick returner. He didn't want to do that. He wanted to be a quarterback. That's why he didn't play in the NFL. You get caught up in let me move this forward to how's he going to be in the pros? Because that's when he washes out and they go, yeah, but you voted for him for the high, you know, in college, he was great. There are certain guys that you go, how is this guy so good? And then he disappeared. Rashawn Salam, at Colorado, where you go, oh my God, that guy's unbelievable. And then what happened to Rashawn Salaam?
5: I think he had a cup of coffee with the Bears and a couple other places. Yeah. Well, like Remember Jason White, the quarterback, at he cruised to the Oklahoma? Middle. Oklahoma. I don't think he got a, a snap in the NFL. I don't think he made a roster. Uh, Chris Winkie, He got a little run with Carolina and some other places, but he
3: was like 35 when he joined. Yes, Atlanta. he was. He had to retire after his rookie year. Well, didn't he go to the Toronto Blue Jays? Is that <laughs> uh, right, Marv? Since you have your Blue Jays hat on?
7: Obviously, as the Blue Jays connoisseur, yeah. yes. He was with the minor league uh, affiliate. Like in third uh, baseman. Third yeah. baseman or something? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Chris Wayne. <laughs> Obviously. Sis. Sis sis
3: You don't know the name of the t- t- just t- s- 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 t- t- like Fletch. How are you doing, Todd? I'm
6: hesitant to speak. I was gonna <laughs> throw out Tim Couch. He didn't. No, that's good. That's fine. He didn't do much in the NFL. But he didn't win the Heisman. Right, so that's another reason why I should just stay quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. Tim Couch.
3: You know what we do? We just wipe it clean at the that top way? of the hour. Okay. We just everybody's going to forget what happened in Why the have first. Why we to the top of the hour? Let's <laughs> say nine forty
6: one and forty. Bang.
3: Yes. You know what? This won't be on the podcast. Yeah, you got to delete. D- that. Yes, yes, Marv.
7: We're seeing a lot more Heisman winners become first round picks or like top picks. Blake, I'm not Blake. Uh, Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. Twenty years ago, those guys would have never even sniffed the first round because they were short guys and they were just college guys. Now they're saying, "Oh, Heisman Trophy winner." All right. You could be the number one pick in the draft at 5'7".
3: Yeah, you're quarter. right. Yeah. You would always have these quarterbacks. Usually they were African American, and uh, you would go, Oh my God, that guy's unbelievable. And then you go, He's not going to get a chance to play in the NFL. Troy Smith went to uh, the Ravens. I think he was drafted by them. Remember Con Conridge Holloway, Tennessee? Do you remember him? Holloway? Holloway? I remember Jamel Holloway from Oklahoma. No. God. But there were other ones. I go back to. You know, Jack Mildred, uh was it Thomas Lott yeah. at Oklahoma? You just had these quarterbacks who were great in college. It just didn't trans transfer to the NFL. Yeah, pulling.
5: There's a handful of guys. Like, remember Pat White at West Virginia? Loved Pat White. If, if Pat White played today, I think he'd get a lot oh. more run. He did play in the pros for Miami for a little bit. Woodrow yeah. Dantzler, Woody Dantzler at Clemson, uh, yeah. he could do everything, but they wanted to make him a kick returner. He might get some more run in this NFL.
3: Well, Charlie Ward. Yes. I thought Charlie Ward was going to be a great NFL quarterback. I, I just thought, you know, he playing at Florida State, big stage, uh, could run and pass. I, th- I thought he was going to be really, really good. Yes, Paul. This is my favorite segment of the year so far. We're talking old <laughs> run and shoot quarterbacks and Mac football. Is it my birthday? What's going on? Let's take a break. Play of the days up next year. Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler Lavar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask?
2: Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
4: Oh my god. The play.
3: The play. Of the day.
0: Runner left to
3: play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out.
1: Cracking bodies. He is
3: slow to get up as the devils come the other way. Nico, he sure He's That's courtesy of MSG Networks. Devils have won seven in a row, matching their longest winning streak since 2013. That's your Play of the Day. Play of the Day brought to you by Stiefel. We all have different ideas about success. We achieve it at different times in different ways. And we strive to reach our financial goals. Can't afford to make mistakes or go it alone. Invest in your success. Invest with a Stiefel Financial Advisor, Stiefel, Nicholson Company Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSE. Yes, Paul. But a
5: quick hockey-related question for the room. I don't know the answer to this.
3: By the way, Ryan Reynolds, the actor, is trying to buy the Ottawa Senators. And I was curious how much money he has because feels like he's made some really good investments. He sold uh, that aviation gin. He sold it? I think for about $600 million. That sounded about right. He uh, has bought the uh, Wrexham AFC, a Welsh-based team in uh, English soccer. What do you think now? The valuation of the Ottawa Senators is $755 million, 27th in the league. Um, how much does Ryan Reynolds have? Let me see what his net worth is. Projected net worth of the Deadpool star Ryan Reynolds, Todd, I'll start with you. I'm going to give over under two hundred million dollars. Ryan Reynolds, Todd.
6: I uh, was going to say like two seventy five, so I go over. Two
3: seventy five. Seton O'Connor. I was going to say just north of two hundred. Just north. Okay, Marv. Two twenty five. All right,
4: Paulie. After the sale of the booze, I got to say three twenty.
3: Okay. We should check and see how much he made from the sale of Aviation Gin, but I thought that he sold it for at least a half a billion dollars. It was 610. Okay, I was right right, on, almost on him. The Deadpool actor has a projected net worth of $150 million. That's it? <laughs>
5: <laughs> Embarrassing. Is that Canadian money? Oh,
3: I thought he was rich. I, yeah. I
4: mean... <laughs> what? <laughs>
3: I I remember you know growing up if somebody was a millionaire, oh. you were rich. Uh, you still are. <laughs> no, uh. you've got you've got good money. You're not rich. In, t- be- in today's world, you're not rich. Yeah, Paul. Does being a millionaire mean you have a one million dollars
5: on hand? Not like a net worth of all your stuff if you sold it, but like in your bank account, you
3: have a million. No, I think hand. it's just net worth. That, okay, that could be property. Uh, and cash, and stocks, and those kind of things. Yes, Todd?
6: I think to be a millionaire, you should be able to go to the bank and then have a million dollars come out of your checking account on one of those machines. Then you're a millionaire, plus your house and your car and whatever else. You, so like liquid
4: little... cash million yes. there.
6: You could, like, take, with a briefcase, you can show up to someone and buy something for a million dollars okay. in your briefcase.
3: But do you think that, when's the last time Elon Musk went to an ATM and went... Probably five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I get the sense he enjoys and, and that. And just look at, yeah, you want balance. And he, he goes, oh, yeah. yeah. Do you bring a date with you where you go, oh, I got to stop. Uh, I got to get some cash. And then, you, oh, come on. Come on up. I got to go to the ATM. Boop, 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 And then all of a sudden, it's a balance inquiry. And then that's all you print out. Wait, I thought you needed money. Uh oh, no. I'm good. And then all of a sudden, it, how many... Uh, commas are in there. Yes, Paul.
5: I think you asked Mark Cuban years ago, do you remember the day you were officially a billionaire? And he said he was sitting in his underwear in his empty office in his his house in Dallas, and he's just checking his accounts, Mm. and there it was. And he just looked around the room. He's all by himself.
3: What was your uh, hockey question? I got a hockey question. Okay. In the
5: past week, I've (laughs) taken my young daughter to see both hockey, college hockey, and college rugby. And she asked me, which one is a more violent sport or a more dangerous sport? Not dangerous like you could die, because I think race car driving would be the one seed there. But What do you think is more physically painful, demanding, hockey or rugby?
4: Dang, we're out of time. Yeah, Um. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
5: Yeah. (laughs) Got to get in your answer.
3: Yeah. Mm. I'd say hockey. Well, I think you got to be more skilled to play hockey. Uh, I wish I could dive into this a little bit more. (laughs) I I can't. I got (laughs) to move on. Hour (laughs) two coming up. One more item as we close out hour one. We all have different ideas about success. We achieve it at different times in different ways. And if you've recently changed jobs, maybe considering retirement, you're probably thinking about your own version of success and striving to reach your goals. Maybe it's time to start thinking about your investment portfolios and retirement accounts. Retirement's a big deal, and you don't want to go alone. If you're investing for retirement, you can't afford to make a mistake. For over 130 years, Stiefel Financial Advisors have helped clients just like you get personalized retirement plans creating those understanding the many options for claiming social security and implementing an investment portfolio that's designed around your needs and that's just the beginning as a client you have access to stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views that enable you to make informed decisions regarding your hard-earned wealth stiefel.com stifel.com stifel nicholas and company incorporated member sipc and nyse
8: Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Some 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
4: A laundry?
8: Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. <laughs>